You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott's an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Old Soul, Young World. Old Souls, Young Souls, and all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. Hey! Guys, it is lit this week. It is popping. We have a podcast host, a social media entrepreneur, somebody who's working at a local dispensary in Chelsea, shout out Western Front, and doing so much more with his own Messy Room podcast, Welcome to the show, Vic Rodriguez. Ooh. What's poppin'? Oh, man, thank you. That's an amazing intro. Yo, like, the yeah. intros are important, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you literally hyped me up. I just want to jump around hey. now. <laughs> Yo, A's like my quote, so if you want to scream with me, like, Oh, yeah, hey. yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But it's funny because I had seen one of the videos you posted on Instagram. It was like a clip from uh, one of your podcasts, and you were talking about how hard you worked on that intro okay, and how yeah, important yeah. the intros are. And I was like, well, I got to fucking kill my intro <laughs> Yeah, 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 I literally like I probably that's probably the hardest thing I work for is those intros. I'd be screaming, yelling, like trying to hype the guest up because like I feel like once you hype the guest up, it's like, oh, they're just themselves. Thanks. They're just chilling, having but fun. But like if you do like a weak intro, like yeah. your guest is just like, it's nah, ca- what yeah, like you- they're like, oh, what up? And it's like, nah, I need that energy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's kind of like you gotta like yeah. you, I, it's like you gotta show them love, like you know Thanks. what I mean? Like, and then they just like go crazy. Like, and literally. when we talked on the phone too, we were like, oh, it's gonna be lit, because we're both podcasts, though. So we're we're down to talk. I'm telling you, so I had a um on the messy room. I literally had uh, the Real Relate Boys. I don't know if you know them. Real Relate Boys. And it was like the funnest podcast because like they're podcast hosts too. See? So they kind of understand. Like, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's literally going to be an amazing one. Tell you, an amazing one, ladies an and gentlemen. An amazing one. Tune in. Da, 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 <laughs> but you know, Vic, I'm going to give you the chance to mm. just let people know because you know, I don't even know. Me and Vic and met each other one time yep, at yep. Um, a canvas event Western Front. Um, it was, I believe... Mm, 420. Who was performing? It was Michael on 420. Christmas. Michael Christmas was performing, 420. Um, went up to Vic. I was like, yo, blah, blah. I saw he was doing camera stuff. Wanted mm-hmm. to get in touch. So we just stay in touch. But honestly, I don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> I don't know where you're from, what you do. So yeah, yeah. let's um, get into it. <laughs> I don't even know. That's like a loaded question. I mean, so like, uh, my name is Vic Rodriguez from Chelsea, Mass. 02150. Hey, born and shout raised. Out. Shout out to Chelsea. And I mean, born and raised. I kind of just like, you know, uh, your friendly neighborhood podcaster, like literally, like <laughs> I've always just like wanted to be in media, always wanted to be in front of the camera. Yes. I kind of just like one day, like I was going to Luzno and on Milk Street and in downtown. I was kind of like, man, I need to change my life because at the time, like I was working in finance, so it was kind of like, okay, I felt like so the world was telling me like my mom, like my parents, like you know what I mean, like my cousins, like everybody around me was telling me like oh, bro, you're killing the game. Like, you're in a suit, bro. You're working at a bank. You're doing accounting. And in my head, I was like, bro, this is terrible. This is not it. Yeah, this is delusional. Like, you know what I mean? So so then, like, in my whole life, I was like, man, I want to get in front of a camera. I want to talk. And then I got, like, super hip to, like, podcasting. And I was, like, yeah. in love with, like, Joe Rogan's, the Joey Diaz's. Joe Rogan's the man. The, the goat. The, the goat. goat. Yeah, literally. So, Mentor. Like, exactly. Like, bro, yeah, yeah. I could yeah. talk about Joe Rogan 45 minutes. But, like, Facts. it's just, like. You know, so then all of a sudden, like one day, like I had a rough day, like in the in the bank, like the market was just crazy. So I kind of was like, scre- like literally looking delusional. I was on Milk Street downtown. Like, I never forget this day. And I'm just screaming to myself, like, "Yo, what the fuck am I doing? Like, bro, like I gotta be chasing my dreams." Like, bro, I remember, and I was like, "Yo, I remember to like." Vic, like, I was talking to myself, like, Vic, I remember you saying, like, you wanted to be this TV guy, but you're over here, like, in a suit, like, what are you doing? Like, so it was just like, like, so I went through that, you know what I mean? Yes. And then, um, we all have to have that moment of self realization, I feel like. Yeah. Like, we all have that. And actually, I mentioned this in a couple podcasts ago, but it's like, you live two lives the first life when you're born, mm-hmm. and the second life when you're reborn with your purpose, and you realize that there's, like, something else to this, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man, that was amazing. I that feel was really like you amazing. was reborn with your podcast. Exactly. So, like, that literally was amazing. Like I might watch, rewatch this that's and a like gem right there. Yeah, literally rewatch hey. this and hear that again. Like hey. that shit was that shit was amazing. Nah, so yeah, so it was literally like like I came to that realization. I was like screaming at myself like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I was just like, I felt like I take it like it was like my like my lowest point like almost. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I'm kind of like vulnerable. Like people are looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? And I'm just like, fuck. And then I was just like, yo, you know what? 
started planning it out in my head. Like, all right, I want to do like a show. I love podcasts. Like, fuck it. Like, let's do a podcast. Let's research this shit, Vic. Like, yo, do all this shit. And mm-hmm. then I was just like, for some reason, I was like, yo, I want to talk to someone, obviously. Like, it's a podcast. I want to have a conversation. Yeah. So who the fuck am I going to talk to? And for some reason, like, one of my best friends, like, Jason came to my head. And I was Shout just out like. Jason. Shout out to Jason. Yo, Jason, I love you, bro. So it was literally like, oh, man. And then I just texted him like, yo, bro, like, you done to do a podcast? And he just said, yes. And it like. That's it. I'm telling you, it's like I want confirmation. Yeah, it's like I hit a grand slam at Fenway. Like I was cheering, <laughs> jumping around, like let's fucking go. And then we just started on this journey, like, and it's been it's been fucking awesome. Like, so what? I'm um, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah. when exactly did this journey like begin for you? How many years ago or months ago was 2019, that? 2019, around like April is when the idea started twisting and turning. Like when it started getting hot, and then um, we started in May. Like okay. Memorial Day weekend, we bought the mics, and then like the next week, we just literally started. Just so y'all just jumped into it, figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, like the first meeting we ever had, we were just standing at each other, like, "All right, man, like, uh, what, what do we got to do?" Like, yeah, yeah but, and then it, we just kept going, and then we had our family on. We literally had J- our first guest ever was Jason's little brother. Like, we literally just yes. started just going with our friends, family, all this stuff, and then we kind of just started getting growing, like growing the network, and then yeah. getting like, and then um, the pinnacle like point like where i was like where i started seeing things shifting because we were doing it week in week out mm-hmm. was uh shout out to luke bars luke answered yeah. shout out to luke, yeah so luke uh from van buren he answered so i, I got hip to him through michael christmas funny yeah like yeah so michael christmas everything album, works in like a synchronization yeah, literally, like, that you don't even realize till it comes to be and you're like oh shit all exactly that was connected. <laughs> so i was a i was a big fan of michael christmas and then he like luke was featured on his album yeah uh, uh hiding was the album 2020 so then i was like oh shit so then it kind of just like, like, so when Luke answered the the email and was like, I'm down, it was like, oh, we, we could literally have cool ass people on the show. Like, oh, this is like literally a possibility. Facts. Like, not that everyone else wasn't cool. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just an example. Like someone that's like more known. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it was right. like, oh, shit. So then we, we really kicked it into gear and we just really tried. Like, and it was just like, oh, man. And the more I did it and the more me and Jason did it, the group, the the bigger like our bond grew and then yeah. like just the more I kept falling in love with it and falling in love with it and then at the time I was still working at the bank so it was like I was living this duality two that you're different lives literally yep. like I was doing accounting during the day yep. he did getting tight and then it would just be like alright like now, a release like an outlet type yeah so yeah. I, I would do the podcast and I would feel like amazing but then I'd be like fuck I gotta, have to go back I gotta to wake up life. yeah mm-hmm. so then that's when I realized right, I gotta leave so yeah and then this is where the dispensary comes in so then mm-hmm. Wait, can I can I um, hit yeah. on one thing that you said? I just want to point out because, you know, starting a podcast, you know, it's there's we both love Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. So there is no blueprint for how you're supposed to do it. Like Joe Rogan literally created a platform that became so big that when people got offended and stopped, like they wanted to kick him off Spotify, Spotify knew that they couldn't kick Joe Rogan off because he's bringing their income in. He created a blueprint so big that he created like his own podcasting network. Yeah. Um, But from the very start of the start, it's like nobody hands you a book and is like, this is how to podcast. This mm-hmm. is what you should do. This is how you get guests on. This is how you make it a business. Exactly. So it's like um, fun I just relate to you saying like your first guest was your best friend's little brother like my first guest like literally my best friends my sister came on one of my first episodes people from college who I hadn't talked to for a while I just like messaged them DM them on Instagram I was like yo you interested in coming off and like showing showing that you sing or showing that whatever it is exactly. but it's like a lot of people who are getting into the podcast industry because it's so up and coming just like the cannabis industry because mm-hmm. of 2020 like because I feel of like 2020, the it ex- pandemic expanded like it blew it up like it was like right. crazy it made people realize like okay i can actually do this from my house mm-hmm. myself without like a whole production team like without all this shit and, like you know i started in similar circumstances so yeah. i just want to relate because a lot of people don't understand yeah you really have to just figure it the fuck out on your way exactly yeah. exactly so then it was kind of like a thing where like so now i, I find though so it took a lot though it took a lot because i was literally like i'm literally going delusional ladies Doesn't and gentlemen like, make you crazy like i'm telling you i was Same. like i would literally be like Nah, like I can't leave the bank because, like, I got a career. Yep. But but then but it was like I was just saying stuff to myself like, and it was like I feel like it was just like the way society thinks. It was but still it was like the implanted family in influence me. too because like you said like oh you have a suit and tie you have a business mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um type job then oh okay you're good like you're doing good because I was the same thing like I still work a fucking seven to three job you know what I'm saying oh, like man. And you I hate still it, right? <laughs> I, I yes like I, dude I want to do this full time obviously but mm-hmm. it's that balance of like the financial aspect versus mm-hmm. the dreams and then figuring 
figure out as an individual, like, okay, how do I make this work for me? Yeah. So, you know? So, like, I feel, like, blessed almost because, like, the dispensary is literally, like, shout out to Western Front. They've literally... Shout out Western Front. Yeah. <laughs> they've literally, like, blessed me. So, like, like long story short, like, so I find out, figured out that, like, oh, I'm literally wilding, like, trying to stay in this bank job. So, I'm like, all right, I gotta literally, like, find something. So, I just started hitting my network. So, like, I just started, like, talking to, like, my old mentors and things like that. So, then, um, I, um, he's a city counselor in Chelsea. Uh, Leo Robinson in Chelsea, he's like a legend. He's like a this guy. So I know him personally because uh, I worked. Uh, I was a. I worked in inspectional services in Chelsea. Like I was an intern. Okay. So I kind of like seen him all the time. Like he was like a city official kind of guy. So I just kind of hit him up and I was like, Leo, like I'm kind of like I feel, you know, like stagnant. I feel kind of like stuck in my job. Like I was wondering if like you know anything that like. And he was like, Oh, bro, one of my buddies opened a dispensary. And I was like, yo, what? I was like, uh, yeah, man. Like, Were you I was even like, like expecting that? Like, no, did you? Like, Cause he's such a, like a city official. Like yeah, I was yeah. thinking like a desk job or like, his, like, you know, like a, like a secretary or something. But then he said, oh, a dispensary. And I was kind of like, bro. And I was kind of looking to like branch out of the banking. Cause I knew I just didn't like it. So I was like, bro, I might just go to this interview and just see what's up. Yeah. So then it kind of like, so Dennis, shout out to Dennis. He's my, the CEO of our company. He's also the owner. Shout I kind of just Dennis. sat there. Shout out to Dennis. Yeah. So I kind of just sat there, like in the interview, and I was kind of like, like not not knowing what to expect. And then he kind of was just like, "Oh, we're a black Latino owned business, and all these things." And it was like all the things that I was kind of like hating on the bank. Like, oh man, I feel like so corporate. I feel yeah. like I betrayed my people. Like all this stuff. So then when he's saying like, "Oh, we're a black Latino owned business. We want to operate professionally, but what people that look like us, like people of color, yeah. all this stuff." So I was kind of like, "Whoa!" Like. I'm changing the world. Like, yo, I was like, Dennis, I want to be part of this. Like, let yes, me be part of this journey. Yes. Yeah. That, so that, then it was, it was awesome. So I started off like just like regular, like bud tender or whatever, like just on the register and shit like that, like inventory, just moving the weed around. And then it just kind of like, it kind of just fucked with me. And they were just like, oh, yo, you, they like searched me up. Like she was like, oh, Cassandra, my manager. She was like, oh, you, you, you got a podcast. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. She's like, we kind of want to start like media and doing all these things. And I was kind of like, I might, I might just be your guy, right? right? So then, right. so then, um, it just, yeah, it just came to be, and then, blessed. Quick to, question for you: Before all of this, like before the banking, before cannabis, all mm -hmm. that, did you have like media training in any sort besides the podcast, like video wise, editing wise? Did you fuck around? Like, were you a music? Like, I don't no, know, not at all. Nothing. Like, I had no editing experience, no production, no. Like, I just love watching like movies and loved like watching comedians. Like, I want to be a comedian one day. Like, all this stuff. I literally write jokes and stuff. So, oh. I just studied that in that way. Like, I was always just a big fan. Yeah. So then when I kind of, like, got into the podcast, I didn't really, like, I feel like my first podcast ever, I, like, now I'm just talking, talking on myself. But before, it was like, Hello, where you know, like it was Dude, just me so too. still and so yes. like just gross. Yo, I was literally my first couple like reading a script. Like I had oh, written really? everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And I was like going line by line. And then I was like, yo, this is not what I'm trying to do. Exactly. Yeah, You're trying to just be like your true genuine. And that's self. that blueprint part where it's like, okay, you have to figure out what works, you have to fail, you have to succeed. Exactly. You know, like So like uh I love the first episode of the podcast, but I'll probably never listen to that again. Cause it's just so cringy. Like yo, it just doesn't sound like me. Trust me. Like so yeah, so that's so I literally had no experience. So throughout doing the podcast, I was learning day in and day out, learning just like, oh, what, what's a good question? Or oh, like how do you edit this? Or how do you produce this? Or like, I got this cool idea in my head, but I don't know how to do it. So like how do I figure it out? Like so many YouTube videos asking, you know, Jason so many questions, just asking my like network so many questions. It's just like you just learn as you go. And I was Facts. just like, I'm gonna figure it out because this is I found what I want to do. So now, you know, now I got to just learn it. Yeah. And that's, that's like been my thing. So then when the Western Front like sat me in that room that day in the, in the conference room and just told me like, yeah, we want you to be this media guy. We want you to run our social media. We love your energy and all this shit. I was kind of like, bro, like I f it was like kind of like my I made it moment kind of thing. Cause like, like that's why I feel like I'm kind of blessed. Cause like I literally get to do, I literally edit videos. Like I'm always on social media. Like I don't get in trouble for being on Instagram. Cause that's literally my job. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm always on a mic, like just, you know, whether like, you know, testing it or production or whatever it is. Like, I'm always just doing it. So I feel like super blessed to just be able to do what I love. And then like, that's why like, I love, I love the Western Front till the end. Cause like they literally gave me this opportunity to just be myself Facts. 24 seven. That's um, I just want to highlight because it's so dope because when you start telling your story, like you literally started off with like having a mental breakdown, like walking yeah. down milk. I think you said milk street, milk street right? yeah. walking down milk street, having a mental breakdown. Like it's, I'm picturing like very similar to you when I was getting in the mindset of wanting to start my podcast. Mm -hmm. 
I was down, yo. I was losing my mind. I was working at an executive job. I worked at Macy's executive corporate office. Oh, that so sounds terrible. So you already know, I was in retail. I was mm -hmm. doing like HR shit. I was working like holidays, weekends, like nine to six. Like it was like miserable. I was depressed as shit. So I was at that point where I was like having that mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. But it's sometimes like shit like that. It's kind of crazy because when you look back, you're like, wow. You just laugh, right? If I right? didn't go through that, if I didn't like have that crazy moment where I looked like a crazy psycho on the street, people staring at me like wondering what's going on <laughs> to now just taking that risk, taking that chance. And I didn't even know you didn't have like previous media experience. Nah, like, it, so it, you took even a bigger jump yeah. in risk with your career to start something new. And it's like, even though you didn't know it at the time, it all led to where it was supposed to be. Exactly. So it's it was kind of like a thing, like I'm like, I was always like unsure. Like obviously you just don't know what the future holds for you. But Facts. like when I heard like, oh, dispensary, I kind of was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm in banking, but fuck it, let's take this leap. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like uh, I kind of, you know, I don't want to be like working on the register for the rest of, rest of my life. Like, so do I stay? Do I, do I kind of like, you know, go back to banking? Like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, like, oh man, like they want to do this media shit. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> so I feel like I'm in the right place at the right time. Like, and it's just yeah. like cool. And every day, like I just... Like, you know, like when you leave work, like, and you're just like, fuck, like, finally it's over. Yes. I literally leave work and I don't want to leave. Like, I'd be like talking to everybody, like just See, having a great time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just super cool. And then to just be able to have like these two shows, uh, the Messy Room podcast and, um, you know, the Good Grass show, just like two different dynamics. So I feel like I'm just growing as an interviewer, podcaster, where like, it's like two different styles. Like, I Facts. feel like I'm just... Grow, like I also feel like I'm in school like just growing as a person yeah. and like gaining experience so do you feel day. like personally from like you moving to the dispensary and being given this opportunity like it's kind of inspired you to want to like learn more or become more prior to when you were at the bank and it was like you just knew you were gonna be like stuck yeah. there kind of like you said stagnant yeah. you know what I mean yeah so it was literally like uh, a thing where it's kind of like I felt like I plateaued so I wanted to like get a raise but they were kind of being weird oh we're in a we're in a pandemic so uh, we only could guarantee your job, but we can't move you up. And I'm kind of like, Ooh, that's I want to learn. I want to learn this. Like, what, yeah. what do you mean? Like, so they're kind of just being weird. And yeah. I'm just like, man, like, whatever. So then it's kind of went to this thing where I was like, all right. So now I feel like I'm learning every day. And like, like, you know, like, I feel like when, let me just collect my words. It's kind of like a thing where, like, I'm trying to say this, like, right. It's kind of like, all right, you, you. You feel like, I felt like I was moving in the bank, right? I was making like money and all this shit, but I felt like my tires were just stuck in the mud. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm on the highway just going. Well, because I think growing. it's kind of back to that purpose thing, right? Like you were physically doing what you had to do. Yeah. You were financially doing what you had to do, but like inside there was clearly something deeper within you that had like a creative, motivational, um, you know, just like internal like signal where you, your internal clock was like, yo, but this ain't it. Yeah. Like this ain't it yeah. you know what i'm saying so even though you didn't know what it was there was something already intuitively telling mm -hmm. you like but there's more more than this at least yeah. you and, know and like like uh to go back to like the idea that like i just like you don't know what the future holds for you Facts. it kind of like working in dispensary and things like that always just felt right always just felt like i feel like i'm in the right place all right i'm <laughs> i'm here like oh yeah we we ready oh <laughs> today's a good day all right now now we're just chilling like literally like it's just been such a like Crazy experience because I just I went from like working at a bank to interviewing people like Montel Williams and like mm -hmm. like Millie's like it's just yes. like like when, it blows wait, my mind. We gotta get into that. So what? hold up, hold up. <laughs> Can you just so when did the Good Grass show actually start? Okay. And what is the purpose of the Good Grass podcast? Okay, so the Good Grass is pretty much like the Western was trying to find a the Western Front was trying to find a way where they they they're hip, they're cool, and they wanted to like have their voice out there. They want they want to be like this brand. They like they they're very like, you know, prideful in their brand. So it was kind of like, all right, like they found they they so they 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 pieced it together where they're like, oh wait, we got Vic as the media guy. So then they so then I went into the chamber like, all right, how do I promote cannabis? How do I promote weed? Like, how do I just do this? And like, um I, I kind of took like a like you know hot ones like yeah. they promote like food and yeah, like yeah, first yeah. we feast is like an amazing channel. Mm -hmm. I thought of it like that. I was like, bro, weed is like full circle so i it's kind of like our goal is to talk about the industry talk about like what's happening talk about just like everything that's weed like you know what i mean like cannabis like edibles whatever whatever the fuck we're talking about and just talk about how like 
Like, the industry's moving. We want to talk about that. We want to just, like, it's just ever-evolving. So I'm thinking of doing stuff like pranks, like, hey. do, like, smoke sessions, like, stuff like that. Just, like, because yeah. I feel like weed is just, like, an ever, like, it's, it's, it's like, an ever-evolving thing. And it's growing, too. It's so new yeah. that, like, people, like, are just, like, not knowledgeable or just, like, unaware. So, like, we're trying to, like, teach people and, like, learn, like, you know, give people, like, knowledge on, like, yeah. oh, like, Oh, like you might not want to smoke it, but like there's edibles. Like, oh, right. you might not want to have an edible, but there's like a tincture. Well, because might... there's such a lack of education on exactly. cannabis. Like, still, there's like a huge stigma, and we're trying to still in states decriminalize it. There's still people in jail because of mm -hmm. it. Um, and like you said, it's like um, I have to actually have arthritis already. Like, I suffer from arthritis very young, and I never got. Um, I was offered like cortisone shots, different medications for it, and yeah. I'm actually a cannabis user. Like, out of um, all those options as not what I wanted. I've used cannabis for like over a decade um, in different ways. And actually recently because of the pain I've been having instead, and I'm a smoker more so, yeah, like yeah. that's how I consume. Um, I've been looking into like tinctures and CBD and different type of muscle relaxants. Cause I'm like, okay, I smoke for like, you know, stress and like the pain that it gives me and stuff like that. But then there's like a deeper part of it where it's almost, it's a medical aspect. Exactly, Do you know what I mean? And, exactly. and people don't understand the knowledge of the medical aspect. So like the fact that y'all can incorporate the knowledge in with like the fun of it and just like messing around. Cause like, yo, I'd be watching the clips you put on Instagram. <laughs> I'd just be cracking up. Like it'll be like <laughs> these short, you. yo, wait, I have to call you out though. Like that handshake with Montel Williams. <laughs> yo, can we just reenact it? This is big. He like goes and he's like, he's and like, there uh, is no, yeah, and then they just like do a quick grab and like he that, takes his hand oh back. Oh my God. That, that shit had me dying. So it's like. To be the, that, that had to be like the, so I'm like over here like, right, I studied for this dude for weeks. And then, all did right. you? Did you like study I up on him everything? I, I probably watched like 97 fucking videos. I was just on YouTube, <laughs> just studying him like crazy, watching like full fledged yeah. Montel, like the Montel Williams show, like yeah. episodes, just watching like everything about him. So I kind of knew like where, like I knew, I watched interviews with him. So I kind of knew what to say, like to get him triggered and start yelling and stuff. So it was like this whole thing. But then when he didn't shake my hand, all that shit went out the window Yo. and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, and I didn't, I literally didn't know what to say. Like, oh my God, I was oh like nervous because it was just such a, like, I yes. was like, uh, uh, and it just fucked me all up. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking delusional. That and that's weird. too, like a part of a, like the, the learning experience though, because like a lot of people don't understand that hosting a podcast or doing a podcast in general, it's like a lot of shit. There's a lot saying. of behind like, the scenes. There's a lot of researchers like. I get anxious every time I record. Like before we started, I was nervous. I was oh. like, yo, I get nervous every <laughs> goddamn time that I turn the camera when on. When I tell you, when I tell you, I literally, so I interviewed uh, one of my, um, one of my managers mm -hmm. and he's like, he's cool as hell. Shout out to Steve. Like he's cool. But like, so Steve, I was like, Steve, I won't lie to you. Like I get nervous for every single one of these. Every single and one. And he was like, why are you telling me that? I'm nervous. <laughs> and I was like, bro, cause it's literally like, you, you don't understand. Like you prepare for this so much. You just want it to go well. Yes. And then like, you don't want to have a guest where like, they're kind of like, you ask them a question. They're like kind of they like low energy, yeah, you know, like a one word answer. And you're like, bro. And you kind of just got to like, build off that. Pick, like, like almost like picking their teeth. Like, oh, like, please like, you know, answer. Like, Yo, give me a, like, yeah. I feel that. So like in your head, you're just like, oh man, this is, this is terrible. And you're also like, as a podcast host, you're kind of thinking of like the cameras, the lights, like where everything's placed. So like when yeah. someone's kind of like, like fucked off and being weird, you're kind of like, oh man, I got, <laughs> I, like you're, you're so stressed. And that's what right. I'm saying. Like people just don't understand it. So I'm glad, like, I'm so happy. Like I have someone that understands like, oh, 100%. like the, the like anxiety part. Dude, of I'm it. not even lying. Like every single week when I record, like exactly. my palms are sweating. Yeah. Like we turn, like I just pretend I pretend I've psyched myself. Like I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. But like, I'm not. And then I am when the camera comes yeah. on, but it's like, but, well, I'm sorry. I was, gonna, I was gonna say when we were off no, camera, when we were off camera. I was literally like jumping up. Like you, you see dancing? me dancing, you <laughs> dancing, like getting it. Like... That's what I'm saying. Cause that's like the that's like the rituals. You just gotta yeah. like. I was like, bro, I can't sit here yeah. like, and just like wait patiently. Like it's so like I'm just like, all right, we gotta just Facts. get rolling. So it was just yeah, it's just like, well. And then on top of that too, because and I'm wondering like kind of how your transition was, but I feel like the messy room podcast is so chill laid back. Like literally guys, yeah. when we're talking about messy room podcast, I'll let you tell a story. But like <laughs> from what I had seen, it was like, I legit have a messy room. I don't give a fuck. So we're going to be casual. <laughs> we're going to do our podcast in my messy room. Yeah. And we're going to build off that. Like life's messy. Things are everywhere. People are everywhere. So like, it's just kind of fitting for like any type of conversation, exactly. which is very casual and laid back opposed to like, like you said, when you're scheduling Montel Williams, who's a t television host for like, decades of his life and then you're researching and all this stuff it's very more like 
um, scheduled and planned out. Mm -hmm. Like, how was that for you as like just your personality translating it? Um, I just I feel like I have to just. I felt like I had to be more collected. Just I felt like if I researched more, the more I researched Montel, the more comfortable I got just with the idea of talking to him. But it's still like, like that was the first interview. That was the first thing I ever did. That was for the, the very first the interview? The first thing I ever did for the Good Grass Show. So we were planning the Good Grass Show. I was like planning what I was going to do, like planning what I was going to say, planning like the style interview we were going to have, talk about like, like, you know, bringing up topics of what we were going to bring up. And then like one day they bring me into the office. They're like, oh, uh, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have you interview uh Montel Williams. And I was like, what? shit. I would have been like, what? If, if my producer said it to me, I would have been like, bro, nah. And then, I don't know if I can ignore it yet. Yeah, exactly. And I went, what what do you mean? I'm gonna interview him. Like, what like, and that was like the first thing. So it was like, what the fuck? So that was gonna be the first interview for the Good Grass Show. And I want obviously you want the Good Grass Show to be cool and right. you want and to that's be part hit. of your job too. So it's like, I right, this is my responsibility. Yeah. Like and, Yeah, and I also yeah. don't want to get fired for asking him a dumb question. <laughs> like, so it was like so stressful. Like I like I felt like but at the end of that day, like, I, I literally didn't know, even know what to think. I was just like, oh, man, I fucked up here, 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 here. And then watching it back, I was like, oh, we did all right. It was really yeah. smooth. Like, I fucking, I, yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that Facts. bad. It was, yeah, but the Mon yeah, Montel was, like, honestly, he's one of the coolest dudes I've ever met in my life. Like, off camera, I was just telling him, like, you know, I appreciate you. You know, you're, you're literally the guy. Like, yeah. you, you were doing what, like... I want to do since I was a little kid. Like I want, I've always wanted to be like a TV host, like yeah. like Jimmy Fallon, Dave, David Letterman, Dave, uh, Jay Leno, all these like cool guys. You mm -hmm. know, Jimmy Kimmel, mm -hmm. um, George Lopez, all these dudes. Facts. So it was just like this thing where like Montel, like I had it was to like tell that him. degree of separation. It's like wow, you're seeing somebody who you've like seen on TV that has been in the steps exactly. that you want to do, and like they're in front of you saying they're exactly. doing an interview with you. Yeah, and he does it at the highest level. So I was right, just like, right. oh, I hope I did you justice. Like, I, you know, and and is there any advice you could give me? And he was kind of just like, listen, man, it doesn't matter how many questions you write. It doesn't matter how prepared you are. It matters about what you it matters about the mic and it matters about you know the camera what people what people feel and what what people say like people are gonna know like the bullshit like pretty much like the bullshit that like that you're saying like so like if let's say like you I ask a question yeah. and like you feel like our like the guest is like he really wants to talk or like he's really engaging in this yeah. conversation it's kind of like he's kind of like all right he, he was telling me like don't just be like all right check next question mm -hmm. let it engage with that question because yeah. clearly they want to like talk about that or like the, and then you might have the opportunity to ask like a question Yo, that's never been asked before i'm sorry sorry i just interrupt you but like nah, cool, that man. is a key and like i actually i spoke at this um it was like a youth uh, apprenticeship program for social media like pe people seen that. Podcasts. i actually seen that you're, you're, yeah. you're, this thing was on was on yeah, the screen yeah. and you were showing like different versions you know? of it right yeah yeah, but yeah so yeah, there's yeah. this girl um in the program and she's she's you know young and she's starting her own podcast and it's okay, like okay. um she's a latina so it's like uh latina music based podcast mm. and she was so dope but you know and and shout you out if you're listening in like you know who you are um a little insecure about her question asking and just yeah. wondering like okay so this is my list and she had like 50 questions written and i'm like you're get like trust me you are not gonna get through all those questions Literally right not. now i have a whole notes right here all these things about vic all this stuff i haven't even looked over here i think i looked over once to like <laughs> ask you a question but it's like it's true because when you're podcasting when you're on social media and anyone listening in like if you're genuinely having a conversation with someone i think that's a key like genuine so i told this girl mm -hmm. i'm like when you're asking questions questions don't ask so that you're asking to get an answer to go to the next question yeah you're asking and you're listening to their response so that you can respond you're not listening to their response so okay question number three now question number four now yeah, no because like you said it leads into like things that nobody's ever said before. exactly and then like you'll have cool like i'm telling you when someone's being their genuine self on camera whether it be like montel williams whether it be you know, my boy Marvin or whoever the fuck, you know what I mean? It's just like, when you when you get to this genuine level where we're just chopping it up or whatever, it it's cool, like, oh man, I never noticed, you know, Jesse was this cool fly girl, you know what I mean? Oh, I never noticed <laughs> right. Vic was cool. Like, yeah. like, and then you just, like, as a viewer at least, like, that's why, like, I love Joe Rogan because, like, you'll have people like, Joey Diaz on it. He's just being his absolute self. Like, right. fucking, I'm going to eat a, uh, uh, eat a milli uh, fucking 200 milligram yeah. edible right now on your show. And you're just like, and then you see the conversation, you're just dying. And like, 100%. that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it makes it amazing. And, that, and that's why like, I, lo I love this podcast game. Cause like, 
And that's why we do it. Like, yo, the my producer room. was listening to Nori earlier, and it was like yeah. their newest podcast. He was like, yo, I'm like so live right. He was like, I can't even get my, I'm so fucked up. And they were like, yo, what did you drink? He was like, I smoked. You know, y'all know I don't smoke. Y'all know I don't smoke. <laughs> like, it was just so genuine. And like, I was setting up the set, and he was listening to it. I'm yeah. like, yo, that's like. Drink champs. Oh, that's right, because it's Noriega, relatable. You. you feel me? It's that like, people who are listening in when you're hosting, no matter mm-hmm. What format you're on, or even if you have a business, people just want to be able to feel relatable, exactly. like evoke some type of emotion where they're like, "Yo, I've been through that shit." Exactly. You, know? you you make you make your like if like let's say like Kanye says something like relatable, you feel like I've been in Kanye's shoes, like so you, he he becomes less of an like a celebrity and like this yeah fi- like figure that you can't see to like this this guy that's just like. Bro, he's the, like, you know what I mean? He's just right. a regular dude from Chicago that, like, had a dream. And that, that's where and that's where you relate. Yeah. That's where you connect to. And it's, it's crazy. And that's why I'm saying, like, this podcast game is, I, I love it to the end because I feel like my whole life, I wasn't good at school. Like, I, all this stuff. Like, I didn't, you know, not that I wasn't good at school. I didn't care enough to, like, even, like, try. So it's kind of like this thing where, like, I learned a lot of the lessons I learned and a lot of, like, the big lessons I learned through, like, conversations and things like that. So yeah, when like when, communication with people. Exactly. Facts. Like, kind of like when, like, your older brother grabs you, like, you know, puts puts his, his arm around you and he's kind of like, bro, you can't do this for this, this, is this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just like, bro, I, I finally get it. That's yeah. so, like, in those moments, like, those... I, those momentous moments in life for me, I felt like I've like truly like it changed my life. I impacted like um, it impacted me like in a positive way. So that's why I also love the podcast game because it's like not only can you talk to a cool ass person at a genuine level, but you could also just like like you like you just feel like like yourself. You feel cool, yes. like you know what I mean. And it's you could learn a v- amazing lesson. Like that's what I'm saying. You like, know what I related to? Like beautifully, beautiful. How, how people read books or like get mm-hmm. knowledge from books. Like we educate ourselves in school through books. I always felt that way with like talking to people. Like even when I was young, if like older people like would have a conversation with me and they would be like ranting, raving, like a young kid, like maybe they would get bored and like not listen. I was always that one like tuning in because I found it intriguing, like listening to the story. How did you get to where you were? Like, how are you in this position? Like, even if it's a teacher, even if it was like a random like associate, like I just feel like that we take advantage, we take for granted form of communication and how much that can teach us about ourselves like listening to other people's struggle helped me to get over obstacles when i face that you know like exactly certain shit like that it teaches you about you and them i think i think you said it in a beautiful way like that's literally what it is like it's just like like those those kids that like you know like your your, your uncle's talking he's kind of like oh back in my day he's hitting you with those stories and then you kind of just like those kids that were like oh Oh, stop already! Like, oh, Theo, yeah, like you know yeah, what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. fucking cut it out! Like, bro, I, I literally think those those kids were like dumb because like, it's like, bro, what do you mean? This dude's giving you the gems. Knowledge. He's trying to bless you with like Facts. knowledge. Like, it's just like I'd be like, bro, like so like that. That's me the same way. Like my um, my uncle, like all my uncles and stuff. They always like always have stories. Yeah. So it was kind of like I've always listened to these dudes' stories, and it was kind of like like again going back to like comedians and things like that. Yeah. I love the idea of like people watching you. Like, and you're just, like, standing around. Like, people are, like, sitting, watching you talk, and you're, you're, you get, a, a, like, a, a reaction out of them, whether it be laughing, crying, whatever the Yo, fuck it is. Facts. And I think that's, like, the most beautiful thing, because, like, if, like, same way with music. If, like, it hits you or, like, the point where you're laughing or you're crying or you you give out an emotion, the person that did it did their fucking job. Like, yes. And they, they killed it. You yes. know what I mean? So. Yo, I was listening to this motivational, fire. like, YouTube video the other day, and it was talking about the strongest thing, no matter if you, like, own, like, a business, like, you're selling clothes or, like, whatever you're doing, like, you can apply it to anything, but the key to, like selling or getting people to want it is like you make them want it through evoking an emotion through evoking some type of experience that they've already had you feel what you punch in my mic yeah, my you fault. punch yeah, in my yeah, mic yeah. during apologies, my motivational apologies. speech what I'm the so fuck sorry. what do you think this is the good grass show you can just fuck around all you want sorry anyways no, no. i never yelled at a guest on my show so oh I think my that was God, my no, first no, like i just yelled at you no you're cool you're um, cool i was really like i was like oh man that's just a, that was amazing you know why because i had shout out frankie always we had frankie Yo, always on Frank. before cool this and guy. Frankie kept elbowing the mic and I won't be like yo Frankie if you elbow that goddamn mic so I just took it out on you my bad nah you're cool you're cool nah I was like oh man I agree I agree and then I fucking hit the thing and I was like oh no stop moving stop no but oh. I feel like you get it though it's just that you know 
getting people to be genuine and authentically themselves through any conversation because you can do it through the Messy Room podcast. Mm -hmm. I can do it through Old Soul Young World. You can do it through Good Grass. Um, It's just through different types of conversation, but you can always evoke that like emotion. Um, And just wondering, because we did shout out Montel Williams, but you've also recently had a interview with Millie's that Millie's, I was like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck? Um, but I do know Millie's is around the area and I know he is um, he's a can- cannabis advocate. Yeah, he's a Cambridge boy for yeah, life. Yeah, so so what was good with that? So it was kind of like, um, Millie's came for the Cambridge. Shout out Millie's. Shout out to Millie's, bro. That, that's my guy, bro. But he came out, uh, he came to the, the opening to our Cambridge location and um, he was just mad cool. Like, honestly, like, you know how like, you hear like these stories of some celebrity just being like crazy and they're like, oh, yeah. fuck off. Like, don't yeah. fucking talk like to me. Like a big head type Yeah, shit. like Millie's early came in and I, I dapped him up. I was like, yo, bro, like, you know, big fan. Like, love love the, you know, love Blanco 5, all this shit. Talking about like, oh, I love that collab you did with Cousin Stiz. And he was like genuinely like engaging with me. He wasn't just brushing me off. He was cool. And then I just kind of was like, yo, can I get like a five minute like interview with you or you just ask stupid questions and oh, just so it was like on the spot, like that wasn't like planned scheduled. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't like, planned. Oh. No, he was literally leaving. He was oh, leaving. So shit. you know you been to Cambridge, you know Graffiti Alley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were walking down and then he was just like, I was like, yo, Millie's uh, can I can I get you for five minutes? I just gotta ask like <laughs> I was like, I just I just gotta ask like, you know, some industry questions, just like yeah. high we call it high end questions, right? Where you yo, just ask I like, have that in my notes. I love that shit. Thank you, I thank love you, thank that. You. That's so catchy, high end questions. Yeah, high yeah, because yeah. you're high. You well, know, high, yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was kinda high like class. He, yeah, he was like, oh, all right, man. And then we just did it and it was just so so cool and he's just so real. Like and the questions I I, I literally just like Cause I, I listened it was to like on the spot things. type shit. Yeah, and I kind of, so I wrote them down before okay. I started. Like he was just like talking to people and like engaging with people. But then I just wrote wrote down what came to my head because mm-hmm. I follow him and stuff. And then we just had a great time like in the alley, just like and it was cool. Like he's How literally cool. How long was that? Head. A couple minutes or was Lir- that like? I had him maybe five minutes. I okay, asked. I probably I... asked him like, "Oh, what do you feel about the Western?" Yeah. And then I asked him. I don't even. Oh, I asked him like, "Oh, if oh, what the fuck did I ask him?" I asked him something about like, "Oh, I was like, oh, if." If uh, you can't talk to, if your parents always tell you you can't talk to strangers, what? How do you make friends? And he was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Bro, he's like that. Que- he's like that question's up there. Well, what the fuck's the meaning of life?" And then we, it was just such a genuine laugh. Yeah, like we were just yeah. cracking up and shit. But yeah, he's definitely like that's literally how it came about. He just came to the store and I just I just asked him. He's cool yeah. as hell. And it's dope too because I feel like I don't know. Well, maybe you can tell me, like, Vic, five years ago, would you have been confident enough? Would you have been, like, mentally in the state enough to be able to, like, on the spot, ask Millie to do an interview and come up with questions uh, right there? I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to, like, like five years ago, what was I like? Uh, I would have probably gone up to him, but five years ago, I was so, like, in the corporate life and so, like, in a suit. So I probably would just dap them up, like, oh, man, love your music. But I would have never thought of, like asking him a question or like yeah. even like thinking of like interviewing him or like because again at that time like I literally didn't did, just didn't think it was possible to just even like casually talk to people like that yeah. like even getting a high five would have been like a highlight for me like right. but now like I feel like oh man I just literally had a casual combo with Millie's bro and he like he signed a Jada kiss and Snoop Dogg you know you know put him on his Instagram and shit like that you know what I mean it's just like yeah. cool like I feel like like I'm in a cool club or something so double you are in a cool club actually thank you, thank you. you know the vic cool club hopefully thank i can be in the vic cool club Yo, one you're day always welcome. you know you're always welcome. Uh, maybe i'll be on the messy room podcast oh god i literally yeah i literally told jason <laughs> i'll I was wear like, my we mismatched socks on. that day i won't wear my heels don't worry <laughs> i'm telling um, you oh you're always welcome always hey. welcome i'm telling we just we're just chilling on the couch and we're just having fun and we're just talking and we're just talking about life and yeah it'll be awesome it'll be yes, awesome it'll definitely that's be awesome. dope um, but it's cool too to do things like just to go off what you did with Millie is like in the moment like that because sometimes that becomes the most genuine of it all. You know what I mean? And not psyching yourself out, just letting things flow, letting it happen, and having that like confidence to anyone listening who, who's trying to start their own podcast. If I only started my podcast a year ago with no prior experience, and here we are now, and Vic started his podcast in his messy room, then got hired at a dispensary as a social media podcast manager, pretty much, and then is now, you know, interviewing like that. Like, if we can do it, Vic, do anyone, you feel like anyone can do that's it? That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's, like, probably, like, the biggest thing that I, that I just... That's, like, my morals. Like, that's, like... How, why I live life. I literally just want everyone to be their true, genuine selves. Like, just live like your life that you want to live. Don't don't think, oh, I have to be a doctor because my parents were doctors. Don't think like, oh, 
oh, I can never be a comedian because I live in a in a community like you know in a in a community where like everyone like no one's ever made it like don't don't think like that literally think like yo I have this dream how the fuck am I gonna get there like what steps do I gotta take to just be the greatest thing for me you know what I mean yeah. like just be the and greatest and that can be whatever like stay in your lane you feel me yeah. like do whatever it is that you love type shit exactly I'll never I'll never like I always tell my boys like I'll never be like nah don't do this like what are you talking about like no like I'll literally be like alright like I'll, I'll tell you what I think alright this is what I think but bro you do whatever the, whatever you want to do and as long as you're happy bro I'm happy and we're all blessed that's how I feel yeah. and that's how I think and that's just the goal for like the messy room good grass show just true genuine conversations about whatever you know obviously yeah. good grass show, i got to talk about weed and things like that so boom like there's like a niche yeah so boom whatever we 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 fill the the what is it, the obligation or like we 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 get the we get it we just get it you know yeah. we get it what, like what, you what, stay what, on the topic yeah, yeah, but we you stay can bear off of it also exactly but yeah. we're still being our true genuine selves whereas Facts. the messy room we're literally in a messy room we're just chilling having fun <laughs> just being our true genuine selves having great conversations and just learning and growing and just like all right, have you ever been have you ever done a podcast where like you'd be like all right like at the end you're just like you sit there and you're kind of like that was fucking awesome you feel yes. like almost like you're high yes like that's that's like literally a life high like you're like oh my gosh like i just did that exactly like, yeah that, that's kind of like what i want every aspect of my life to be facts just true genuine love like that, 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 that at facts. all times that's that feeling where you're just like damn shit was crazy i want to just be like at market basket or something and be like that was insane, bro. Sucks, like, wow, sucks. that word just blessed. Like, wow, like, yo, I just got the best groceries. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Just like that life high because, and I think, you know, that's the thing. It's like once you start living genuinely for things that you want to do, that you care about, when you stop listening to other people, when you stop letting other people's like um, perspectives or influences influence you, you know what I mean? That's when you can find what you really love. And it's just like, you got to take that risk though. You got to take that chance. Like, and I just want to keep going back to the beginning of your story. Like you took a fucking risk. You took a chance. You were in a corporate job, you jump ship and you did something completely different on yeah. a whole different path. And that shit is, is c coming to fruition now. And you feel better just as Vic, you exactly, know what I'm saying? Which exactly. is most important. Exactly. And, and, like jump, like, like you said, jumping ship is not, it's not easy. Cause like, again, people around you are still going to think the same. They're yeah. still going to think like in this way. So like, you're going to like have these in interactions. Like I, like I was talking to Jason, right? My, um, co like our co-host at the messy room. And I was telling him like, bro, like I was frustrated. Cause I felt like, I felt like I was doing what I had to do. Like I was doing this good grass stuff. I was doing everything I needed. You know what I mean? Like I'm learning every day. I'm learning this media stuff. I'm doing, I'm, I'm, ch I'm chasing the dream, living the dream every day. But like you still have conversations with people where they're kind of like talking to you like like I, I I said oh they're talking to me like from a like a crackhead or something like, like that's what I was thinking you. Yeah, yeah they're questioning yeah. me like bro what are you doing with your life like bro you should do this oh you should do that and it's kind of like you gotta like 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 and these are people that are close to you and you kind of gotta like, just be like bro like I'm just living my life like I'm doing what I gotta do like you don't understand I'm happy like yeah. this this and that like how do you like just for anyone listening in as like you know, a young man, like you say, you're Puerto Rican, right? Okay, so, you know, a Hispanic young man, like, with the stress, the influences, all that shit, like, how how do you actually put it aside to just be who the fuck you are? I mean, do you I have just, any advice? I just think, I just think, so, like, I feel like the greatest moments I've ever had was when I was just being myself. Like, for example, like, uh, when I turned 21, we went to Icon Club, and I was just having fun dancing around, and I didn't care what anyone thought. So it was like, oh, man, I was being myself in that memory or like uh i don't know like where we're just like in the car and we're making fun of each other like you know my boy marvin's making fun of me i'm making fun of marvin you know i'm making fun of anthony all this stuff like you yeah. know what i mean and it's just like oh we were just being ourselves like so i just feel like no matter like how how much like oh life can get you or like life can be stressful or like you know whatever like oh your finances could be like oh yeah. running low or whatever the fuck it is as long as i feel like i'm my true self i feel like everything will be okay like everything will, will come come like come together, like you know what I mean. That's how I feel. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, and I it's just. Completely agree. Yeah, and then and then you know the way I deal with like stress and things like that is I podcast. I just do what I love. Yeah. Play softball on the weekends and yeah. hurt my knee. Like shout out to softball team. Yeah, shout out, yeah, we're all in three children. <laughs> but yeah, but that's yeah, what I mean. Like outlets besides like you know the typical shit. Exactly. Like, yeah. like you know, sometimes you just get lost in life where, like, you Facts. just have to do things. Like, you know, you have to pay rents and you have yeah. to, you have to, uh, I don't know, like, look out for this and you have to do this. So, like, just having, like, just doing things you love and just doing it, 
being yourself while you do it is just the, the way you live, the way it's it's just yeah. a blessing. You know what I mean? That's how that's how I always just go back and you when know, I feel well, like I'm struggling or I feel facts. like I'm anxious or whatever. I just be like, Vic, you're you, man. Like just you're cool, bro. And that's the hardest thing sometimes. And it's crazy because we live in a world, you know, where it's very social media based and like exactly. being involved in social media. It's like it's when you're draining, on there, right? yeah, you can get sucked in. You can like compare yourself to other people. But honestly, once you start realizing the best person you can ever just be and embrace is you, is genuinely who you are. That's what gains love. That's what gains traction. That's what gains when you are actually putting your real personality mm -hmm. out there. Like, yo, when you put that video out, like I said about Montel Williams, <laughs> and it was like awkward as fuck. Like that shit was so funny. Um, it was so funny. And like a lot of the the ways that you cut up good grass shows and the clips, like it's very um, content driven, very yeah. funny, very like educational or just cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and actually I want to shout out a video you put up. I think it was yesterday. It was like a floating eighth. Like you were doing oh, some like <laughs> weird stuff and like this eighth was like flowing there you're like have you ever seen an eighth float maybe you're too high or maybe blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. i don't know it was so funny um but you had your red socks hat on yep. and then later last night you sent me this funny ass video oh, which man. actually i'm gonna make my producer put right here while we talk about it but um yo i think you won some sneakers at the fucking red Sox game last night i've never seen nobody win new balance sneakers yo. at the red Sox. this dude's on a jumbotron i don't know like what, what the fuck happened man when i tell you like winning the dance off was probably one of like the greatest the greatest things i've ever done because like i love fenway park like i love i love baseball i love fenway park like uh, you guys don't understand he's like, a fanatic like I, when i tell you like i might just damn near like like if i ever get married like i might go on a knee in fenway park like like i'm telling you like so it's kind of like just spit my champagne <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of oh, like just, so i love fenway so like since i've been going to fenway like as a fan i've always wanted to get on the jumbotron and i never get Yo! on i never get on so it was kind of like, like go last night but no not last night that was like that a was while ago like, oh, yeah yeah you tricked me i thought but, that shit was last no no night. i was just i was sending that to you just hyped. for like for laughs oh, like yeah, I, yeah. Thought you were at the I was like yo <laughs> nah, nah, this was, dude he's coming out tomorrow we gonna talk about this is gonna be a fresh ass nah, story that was, that was opening day i was oh, opening okay. day i just sent it to you because i was like yo i think she'll laugh That's at this like, it would be cool like, yeah some like inside stuff but yeah yeah it was kind of like so it, all right so we kind of just um so yeah that was in april so then last year i got i finally got in the jumbotron hey and i'm i'm doing the dance off i'm doing the dance off and i think i'm gonna win i'm like oh my god we're gonna win the fucking dance off and then all of a sudden Bro, some dude in a, a fucking um a crutch. He chugs a beer. What? He starts flinging his crutch in the air. What? And I fucking lose. I was like, oh, yo, Bruh. he swooped that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that so then I was like, man, like this will never happen. So then when we went to the opening day, like. And I won. Like it was like the, like it was like like when Ali came back. Like it was like the yo, greatest that thing was, ever. Like some genuine excitement. Like you should, y'all, yo. I can't wait to show this video. When you see Vic's face when he realizes he won the sneakers, like it changes. It's like happy, and then it goes like extreme. Like, like I'm it was I like, thought you was gonna cry. I was I, like, I, I damn, he wants those New Balance sneakers. I literally might have, like honestly, like not, nah, but it's it was just the. Did funnest they really time. give you the sneakers? I. I, so I have until December 22nd oh, to get okay. these cool shoes, these okay, new balances, got you, got but you. I kind of been waiting for like a cool drop of mm. new balance or something, but like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get the free shoes soon. Like, I feel that. But yeah, it was definitely you just- You gonna get them free shoes, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so it was definitely one of the, the my highlights of my life. Cause like, I, like I said, I love Fenway and I just, yeah. I love, love, love being, like, again, that's, we spin it back. I was just being myself, just being goofy on camera, and I, I wanted, like, That's New Balance sneakers. That's what made me think like, about it, because you said, like, you were in the club being your genuine self on your 21st birthday, and I'm like, yo, that video you sent me, like, that was literally, like, yeah. Vic just going <laughs> off, like, real ass Vic. <laughs> I'll tell you, that, that, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was That's awesome. Funny. That was fucking awesome. Um, you know, if for Good Grass and going forward, yeah. do, do y'all have any plans, you or Western Front, or, like, any big guests coming up, or, like, is things hush-hush you can't say? Oh, like, man. All I can say is like, I've been in the, I've been in the, you know, I've been behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen the negotiations, <laughs> I've seen the talks, and oh man, just know, just know, like it, like I'm just like, like if, like, so let's say like I, my, bro, my heart dropped to my ass when like they said Montel Williams was gonna come on the show. Let's just say like I damn near almost fainted like finding out who was gonna come on the show. So yeah, like, hey! so yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't say much like you know things hush hush all this shit, but like yeah, we definitely. We got some cool, cool, cool people coming on the show. Hey. Cool things coming on the show. You know what I mean? Hey. And you know, I've been wanting to ask you all damn episode, but like, <laughs> how do you consume your cannabis? 
this is like gonna be probably the funniest thing. I don't even smoke weed. Like, <laughs> yo, you're a traitor, Vic. Vic's a traitor. Yo, y'all heard it here first. Oh, so young, bro. This dude's a liar. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Wait, like, so what the fuck, though? It's good. I know, I know. It's. The, the kids got Western Front okay with you saying this on air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've said it. I've said it hundreds of times. They lived it. So I'm telling you, I might be like delusional. Yo, I thought he came here. I thought this dude was lit as fuck. I wait to smoke to laugh my podcast because my eyes are already small. So if I smoke before the podcast, you know, I look really, really lit. Yeah. So like, I, I guess you just have smaller eyes because yeah, I thought exactly. you was lit. Exactly. And I was like jealous. And then I'm like, yo, what'd you smoke? He's like, I don't smoke. And I don't I'm even like, smoke. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the funniest thing because it's like, obviously, like I have this like show that I'm doing for the Western, like the Good Grass Show. And we talk about only weed and all these things. And it's like, I think it's just like at first when they pitched me the idea, that's what I was talking about. I was like, yo, you guys know, like I stopped smoking weed and like, I don't really, I don't really like, like, you know, I love the, I love the industry. And I love like, you know, cause for like different reasons, like, you know what I mean? Other than consuming it. Like I love it for like, you know, like, like I said, it's a black Latino owned business that I'm working for. Yeah. And like, you know, creating jobs, opportunity, exactly. decriminalization, you know, yeah. 85% of like the people that are in jail for cannabis look like me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Look like my, my brother look like, you know what I mean? Just look like, look like, look like me, like literally. So right. like, it's just kind of like, I'm in, I'm in it for that. Like I want to be changed the world. I want right. to be in that level. Right. So it's kind of like, that's how I, I resonate with it. But then like, it was funny. Cause when they pitched the idea to me, I was like, you guys know I don't even smoke weed. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I stopped a while ago. Like, you know what I mean? And it was just like, so they were like, but I think that's what will make it funny. Is yeah. you're already this, like, they 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 call they're already this character, is what they were saying. You're already this character and you you have this energy. So you kind of like you'll have like a different aspect of it where like you're asking stoners, like how do they feel? And you have like a different insight and, mm -hmm. and hopefully I'm doing it well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Hopefully no, like, you are, you are. <laughs> and, and, and like, so hopefully the good grass is going well, but like, yeah, I think that's just like one of the, like, you know how like comedians have like a, like a punchline just just hits like you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying i feel like that's the punchline that hits it's like <laughs> i have a weed show i work at a dispensary i know all this stuff about weed but i don't even smoke weed Yo, like you didn't even tell me that this whole time we've had combos <laughs> by him coming on for weeks and weeks then you mentioned it he was I was really like oh, I'm, about to, I'm about to hit her with like as soon as we were about to start so, just for the laughs what if they start doing like bud tasting and shit what are you gonna do i mean i would you give just, it a little taste here and there I mean, so like, I'm not, I'm not like, Vic, like against, falls out of his seat. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not against like, you know, like smoking weed or nothing. I just feel like, you know, I feel like I'm so like elevated already that I'm just, I just don't need that stuff no yeah. more. But I'm not against it. Like if like, let's say like, I don't know, fucking Snoop Dogg was like, here, buddy. I'm going to be like, you're right, man. Thank you, sir. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not yeah, like going to be yeah. like, nah, man, it's, it's been a while. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm not going to be delusional, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you know, who knows? Who but knows? it gives who a knows? great perspective. I like that because it does give the balance. It's like even people who don't smoke could look like watch the show and relate to you and exactly. still get educated, exactly. you know? Because we're coming from an aspect where like, all right, I know, like I studied cannabis and i watched you know i've watched endless documentaries and like you know i like i love this i love cannabis in a different way like i said right for like the the social change and the, yeah. all that stuff right so it's kind of like when when we when we like have a, a at least in terms of me watching as a viewer right when i'm watching myself like talking like i know i don't smoke weed and all that stuff i could come in a different light and be like well like like you know like people that like, oh, it's taboo, it's it's hocus pocus and all this stuff. I could educate them in a different way. Like, bro, you you like, you know what I mean? You don't understand. Like, yeah. this, this, and that. Like, like, um, like you're an advocate for cannabis consumers without consuming cannabis, which exactly. So is like, fire. Yeah. So it's kind of like this, like this, like two life thing where like yeah. I relate to you. Like, oh, I understand. Like, you know, like, oh, you could get a little anxious when you smoke and all these things. But like, I also understand that if you, if you, you know, take it in this dose or you do it this yeah. way or like there's different ways of approaching it. Like, so I could give you advice on that and like, just, you know yeah. what I mean? And it, and it, and it's cool. Like, yeah. I think it's cool at least like just hey. to like be like in that like thing. And like I said, I'm not against it. Like, like I said, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm cool and I'm flowing. Yeah. I'm always like on like, spiritual journeys like, i'm always trying to just find myself like I literally, I literally went abstinent for six months like no drinking no smoking no nothing like what? yeah no drinking no smoking no fucking doing the rest to you get know your I mean? mind right yeah just like just just to challenge myself just to you know so that's what i'm saying so i'm not against it i'm just 
I feel like I'm cooling right now. Like I feel like yeah. I'm high, living life. Like I said earlier. Hey, we yeah, yeah. that. So. You know, that's that's super dope too because like taking that time for yourself, where you're like not doing any of those like influences and things, and it's like getting right where you're mental, and then like taking the next steps that you have to. Like I think a lot of people are like fast paced, fast paced, always going over consuming. Yeah. We're over consumers in America. You know what I mean? Not, and I'm not talking about cannabis. Like I'm talking about food. I'm talking about material. In I'm general, about yeah. Media, Information. anything. And from being on our phones, like we are just consumers all the time. Mm -hmm. um, it's good to step back sometimes, reevaluate yourself. Yeah. You know, you don't get yourself back in when you want to or don't. Yeah, whatever, exactly. Whatever so it may be. Exactly. So it's kind of like this thing where like, I'm always just trying to be the best version like of myself. Like, you know, like I said yeah. earlier, I just always want to be the best, always yeah. want to live like these greatest moments like so that so like like you said taking a step back just reevaluating myself like who the fuck am i you know mm -hmm. what i mean who am i today oh i'm vic rodriguez i do this this and this yeah how do i feel i feel blessed all right let's keep going like, hey. you know what i mean that's that, and that's that's just the thing it's just oh, ever evolving with learning yes. and growing like i feel like so like um like me and jason like on the messy room we have this joke where we'll be like Bro, if you're not talking to yourself you're kind of weird you're like, crazy if yeah, you ain't yeah. talking to yourself and like that's that's Literally what that means, like, like if you're not reevaluating like who you are as a person, thinking about like, oh, like, why, why did I like, because sometimes you just react. So, you know, sometimes we're emotional and we just we react to things. And we're like, what if you're not asking yourself, why the fuck did I react that way? Or like, why didn't I react more or whatever? Yeah. Like, you got to ask yourself those questions. And when you and when when you're asking yourself those questions, you find like a true greater version of yourself you know what i mean you Max. on the other side you're just gonna be like oh man like yeah that was crazy but i feel like if you're not thinking about that you might like like i said your wheels are just gonna be spinning but you're not gonna be going nowhere exactly yeah because yep. you're just gonna be stuck like on the same mental same same shit you know what i mean so yep. it's kind of like that's a great metaphor too it's like the car's working the tires are moving but it's not actually moving, moving forward yeah. like you're trying it but it's still stuck exactly and i think a lot of us can relate in that um aspect of like getting content with our lives you know how you felt when you were at the bank how i felt when i was at macy's before we both started our podcast like before we're fulfilling that second purpose of our lives and being reborn it's like before all that, we're just pretty much stagnant. We're just like living a life and and getting through the phases, getting through the steps financially, but not feeling that that high, you know, yeah, not exactly. feeling that emotion, not evoking something that's like spreading a ripple effect to other people to want to do something better with themselves. And it's like, you know, from at least what I see from you now um, and where you're at now, Vic, like <laughs> you is doing that. You are doing thank, that. Thank and you. I think you're going to continue doing that thank not you, only you. for the cannabis industry, but just for a messy room and anything else in between. Yeah. Um, I, I'm literally trying to be like, like, I know like this is like, I'm literally trying to be the greatest podcaster ever. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, don't take my spot, bro, because I'm already there. All right, we're going to have a podcast fight up on this bitch. All right? No, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm just trying to, like, learn from everyone, like, your interview no, style. No, I feel that. I feel that. The way you're interviewing is cool as hell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm probably going to watch this back and study your questions and study how you engage and don't things like that. Don't make me cry. Nah, you know what I mean? So, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm literally a student, student of this game, and yeah. I just love it so much. And I'm just... Like when I say I'm trying to be the best, like I'm trying to be the best podcaster for myself. Like you know what I mean? Every like I want every question to hit, every question to smack. I want to just like be that guy. Like oh man, Vic, bro, that was a crazy question. Like you know what I mean? You know when yes. like you gotta give yourself props. You're just like you're just like like for example, let's say like you're playing softball or something. You hit a you hit a you hit you, like I don't know. He's you, thinking you, about his fucking softball yeah, yeah, game yeah, tomorrow. Sorry. Dude, that's a softball <laughs> game. He can't stop thinking about it. You hit a double, right? <laughs> let's say you hit a double, right? You're just standing at second base, like. Bro, I'm the man. Like that's yes. that's how I want to feel. Like you know what yes. I mean. So like when I do podcasting and things like that, like oh man, Vic, that was, that was a crazy question. Yeah. Like shit like that. So that's that's just the. Well, it's what you said, life. though. We're students of life. Exactly. Like, we're literally always learning because I do the same shit. I'd be watching Joe Rogan's podcast. I'd be watching your podcast. I'd be watching all these others. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's just literally learning, evolving, but keeping that genuine you, mm -hmm. always being you, no matter what you bring to the table, make sure it's genuine, make sure it's authentic, make sure it's real, because that's what people love. That's what they're attracted to. And that's the words that we need to get out there because there's so much fake shit going around Bro. on social media, yes. on the internet, fake podcasters fake music fake this fake that mm -hmm. people just talking shit to get likes views etc it's not what we're about it's not what we need we need some genuine real shit that's what i'm saying and it's kind of like like as a consumer as a viewer like anything i'm telling you 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 know you can you can smell the bullshit like Facts. if someone's not trying hard or if someone's not 
like or if they're trying doing, too hard oh that's you know? yeah exactly you can just smell it you know what i mean yeah. like when you're trying too hard or not trying hard enough like people like as a consumer as a viewer you're looking at it and you're kind of like uh, this might be some it's trash like forced a little bit exactly that's yeah. why like for example like star wars is such like this epic <laughs> idea right because yeah. why, why because george lucas literally put his whole life into this story of telling like you know, uh, in a land far, far away, like in a galaxy far, far away. So it's kind of like, that's what I'm saying. Like he worked his ass off and he tried super hard to give like this super crazy story. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, but we don't smell the bullshit in Star Wars because he's not making it for money. He's not doing it for this. He was doing it for the love of the story, the love of the the game, love to make movies. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like people will just like, you know, when stuff is bullshit, you know, when stuff is like six, nine, for example, why is he not around? Why is he not making music? Because he's kind of, he was hopping on trends, right? He was kind of just provoking people just to get like views and things on Instagram. But like what J. Cole said in 1985, like now Ooh. you're probably going to be on fucking loving hip hop, yep. like doing some weird shit, trying to get a check. Why? Because you're trying to stay relevant yes. when you weren't your true self. Like, bro, like that's what I mean. Like, six, like I don't want to call out 6 9 Like, I don't know. No, but I get what you're saying because yeah. like trending is temporary and like authentic or being authentic is forever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are you choosing to put out there to the people? What are you choosing to let people consume from you? You know what I'm saying? So um, everything that like you're putting out that I see on both of your your medias, like that shit is dope. Um, It's actually educational and it's like bringing forward um, a prospect of like trailblazing. Like you're creating your own path. You're creating Vic Rodriguez. You're creating a brand off yourself. You know what I'm saying? Which is, dope and inspiring so i just want to shout you out for that thank you thank you i appreciate that yeah no like like so i always just think like i have a little brother right and i always just think like bro how am i gonna like i want to be like a cool older brother like that my my little brother looks up to like oh man like that's how i feel about my nieces i'm the youngest but i have nieces and i'm like damn they're gonna look up to me one day and like see what auntie's doing like what did what do i have to show you exactly so it's kind of like like, I want to show my brother that, like, you could, like, if you want the world, you could have it. Like, you know what I mean? And not in, like, a selfish way where, like, oh, like, I want the world for, like, the millions and billions. No, you nah. just, like, because you have this dream, because you have this idea that, oh, I want to be this, does it, like, and all because no one around you has ever done it, you could, you could get there. Like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> yes. I always just tell him, like, yo, bro, like, just be yourself. Like, he's like, oh, I want to play baseball, but I kind of want to. Like, do drama club. Bro, do both. Right. You know what I mean? Like, bro, who says you have to be in one or the other? Like, just be your true self. Just be, like, bro, whatever you're interested in or whatever you like, just see see where it goes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I loved... I love podcasts. I love movies. I love creativity, music. You know what I mean? I love how people got into that creative mind and they create amazing, like, projects. Like, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. It's like, when I first heard Good Kid, Mad City, it was like... Whoa. What is this? Yeah, like, like something my ears have never heard before. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I always love this creative space, being a creator, being just mm-hmm. like this person. So like now that I'm in it and I do it all the time, like it's it's fucking awesome, like bro. That's yeah, what it's I mean. like there's no way going to go back. There's now. no way you going back I'm now. Saying? You can't go back. I would you can never only put on a suit again. Yeah. yeah, I would never put a suit again. It's like using Microsoft Excel. Like no, hey. no, we're not. We're not going back. Unless now. you edit in a podcast or making some graphics for the podcast. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no, I, I, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I, would do, I would use like the yeah. PC for like shit like that, but I wouldn't. Ne- I would never fucking. Yeah. I yeah. would. Ne- I never just see myself being in a suit unless I'm like getting married, like shit like that, like. <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like, that. I feel that 100. percent Like it's crazy how the the mind works. Because when I was like 19, 18 years old, when I was working at the bank or whatever, it was kind of like, oh man, I'm in the beginning. Oh, I'm fresh. I'm doing what I want to do. But then your true self will always come out, and then that's why you find me just yeah. screaming in Milk yeah. Street and fucking being. Facts. Like dumb. you can try to settle as much as you want, but if you're somebody who has that creative spirit naturally, it's always gonna shine through. No matter how much you try to push it exactly. off, no matter how much you try to put it aside and be like, no, I'm gonna try to go with the grain. I'm gonna go with the grain. I'm gonna be a sheep. I'm gonna be a sheep. No, it's not gonna let you. It's yeah. always gonna come out. You're gonna be that wolf. It's just gonna happen no matter what. Exactly. And know? it's also a thing where like, if if you're like following the crowd or like just always like listening to what like your parents say or like your older brother or whoever, whoever the fuck is influencing you to do what you do. Like, and you're always just listening to them because you're like, oh, you know what? They might be right. Like I should have a stable job and all this stuff. And I, I should, I shouldn't take risks. Like oh, whatever, whatever the fuck it may be. It's kind of like you'll, you'll grow to like resent like your parents or like you'll grow to resent like your older brother or something. Cause you know, that's not who you truly are. Yeah. So then 
it, something within you is always gonna tell you, bro, you're being you're being a fake fake person to yourself. Facts. So you're kind of just like, oh, but at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to to change that mentality and realize you can do whatever you want, no matter what anybody says to you, no matter what anybody is putting on your plate, like you have your own goals, you're your own person. At the end of the day, when our bodies pass away, when we're not here any longer, like do we leave together? No, like we die individually, you feel me? So it's like hmm. your brothers, your sisters, your mom, your dad, like we're born into a family and then like we find families too because you know, people can't force things upon you. You have to live your own life, mm -hmm. um, which is, it's, it's what I What I always say is like, doesn't matter. Like, like, like you said, you only live one life and it's yours. So why not do whatever the fuck you want to do and be who you want to be? Like, that, like that's yeah. how I, that's like, I'm trying to put it like, so like in simple terms, like one plus one equals two, right? So if you're happy and you're being yourself, then you're cooling, right? That's how Facts. I think. Like, 100%. And it's just like, yeah, please, that, everyone that's just. Fun. Be yourself. Just that, that's like, and that's what we've done. We've been our fucking genuine selves. And look at us. We both have podcasts. We both have shows. Now we're here talking to each talking other casually. on an interview casually yeah. about our successes and our struggles. And it's like, I didn't know you five years ago. You didn't know me five years ago, but we were completely different people. If we met back then, maybe we wouldn't have been able to have this. I would you know, try to put you on the stock market. like. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be over here probably mad, depressed. Like, can you help me? Help me do something artistic. But it's like, once you take responsibility for that 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 passion within you you know and you embrace that and you learn that it's okay to be different it's okay to do that shit then you can just be you you know and that's that's the best so um one more question for you Vic, before you, we you. sign off here ask all my guests who come on the show um what does it mean to you Vic rodriguez from wherever you started wherever you've been where you at now everything you've gone through um what does it mean to you to be an old soul in a young world uh, honestly, or just an old soul at all i honestly feel like uh, amazing like i said like like we, we talked about my journey and we just talked about like how like you said the conversation started with me just being wild and like screaming at myself to like just you know doing the podcast and doing all these things so like i feel like it's just like it's a blessing because I'm just on this journey and I'm doing cool things now and and like you know because if I wasn't doing the podcast and all these things I would never even have met you you would have never come up to me so now being on old soul young world is just a true a true blessing and like it's been fucking fun like that's what hey. I mean like it's it, it's, it's just aligned with the greater story is how I feel. Yes, yes. When you have an old soul, when you have like a deeper passion, because that's what I relate to an old soul to, like having something deeper, just something you can't explain, something that's not physical. It's just that burning sensation inside you that makes you want to quit your fucking job where you're wearing a suit and go do something off the grid, you know, because that will fulfill you in the end, no matter what. So it's like, whatever, if you're an old soul, you're a young soul, any type of soul in between, y'all can do it too. Make sure you know that. Um, and Vic, can you let people know where they can check you on social medias? Yeah. The Good Grass Show, the Messy Podcast, all that. Messy Room yep, Podcast, yep. So, everything. So uh, my personal is, is Vic.Rodriguez11. Um, the Messy Room Podcast is literally Messy Room Podcast. Hey. And then the Good Grass Show is Good Grass Show. So ladies and gentlemen, follow, like, subscribe, please. We're hey. killing the game. We're trying to kill the game, you know what I mean? And we work <laughs> super hard and... We're just trying to be cool people like Jesse, I'm telling you. <laughs> and y'all can see from today that Vic is a genuine, authentic, real-ass person who's just trying to follow his dreams, make his life better, make everyone else's life better, get involved in industries that are coming up right now, like podcasting, cannabis, doing something that's different, a blueprint that has not been set before. That's what Vic is doing without experience. If I'm doing it, if Vic's doing it, y'all can do it too. There's no excuses. There's no doubt. There should not be self doubt from anyone outside or internal push that aside do it today stop telling yourself no and start saying yes you guys make sure you check out vic rodriguez on all social medias check out the messy room podcast check out yeah, western front check out the good grass show yep, all yep. that and tune in with me your host jesse ellie next week on old soul in a young world <laughs> <laughs>